Hi, and welcome to Ian Wallace's podcast, The Messed Up Counsellor. If you've seen some of the previous uh, podcasts uh, that I've done, um, it's mostly around human beings and how human beings interact and connect and the books I've written about those subjects. What I want to explore today is something that affects us all, which whether we know it or don't know it, um, and things that kind of is becoming more of the front nowadays and people having conversations about, which is kind of diversity and difference. Now, we've always had conversations about diversity and difference, that's not new. But the kind of neurodiversion, uh, divergent process um, is conversations now that we're having about how those differences uh, are working within each person's world. And all human beings are different. Um, we're not all the same. Um, we never have been, obviously. But I suppose the more we engage with learning about the diversity and difference, how people see the world, work the world, uh, interact with the world, um, the more we can engage with conversations that start making people realise that everybody's different in some way, shape or form our minds, our worlds, our experiences, our knowledge, how we work our world, how we see our world, um, comes from a whole range of different inputs um, from ourselves, experiences we've had, or from media, learning, whole range of things. For a lot of people, um, they just accept that's how people are. And some people don't accept how people are. They don't like how people are. They don't understand how people are. So I think the more we can understand people's differences, the more we don't see them as a threat as human beings. Things we don't understand, we, we tend to be very wary of. We tend to act in a very defensive way. So when we're looking at diversity and difference, it's really hard to get a sense of somebody else's world without that input, without knowledge, without understanding, because our world is our world. This is how the world works in our view. We look at it through what we say a lens. That lens is based on, as I've said, everything that's ever happened to us, really. So we take that as our first and formal process of understanding. Now, if, for example, uh, as I've said in previous podcasts, um, you know, I didn't um, have any kind of foreign food, as my dad used to call it, um, we would only have meat and two veg. So until I'd actually experienced something different, my world was meat and two veg. And when I see that difference, first Chinese meal I ever had, then there's a challenge on that world. Now, that diversity and difference the Chinese meal made me understand the world differently by eating it, by looking at the menu, by a whole range of stimuli in the restaurant, chopsticks, a whole range of things that were different, that were challenging to start with because I'd never experienced that, never understood it, never seen it, never learnt about it. So it was something that initially was fearful, never done that before. But it eventually it became a normal process 
and I didn't see it with fear or awkwardness or worries or concerns and now I will eat virtually nearly any food on the planet um, or any nationality of food on the planet maybe <laughs> I draw the line at the stuff that comes out of I'm a celebrity get me out of here obviously you know but the process that we have with diversity and difference we we have to engage with a conversation we have to engage with a curiosity about that I had to walk up the steps of the Chinese restaurant I had to be curious enough to make that connection to want to actually see try understand and that's where a lot of people don't they don't do it because they're bad people they just do it because it seems such a big change such a big difference and I don't know whether or not I can cope with that difference I don't know if a Chinese meal will make me sick for example so I have to be curious enough to ask questions I have to be curious enough to think about explore try to get a sense of what that other process is that difference is as we do that as human beings we have to overcome our own fears our own prejudices and prejudices are usually of fears or there's a fear factor in there somewhere so I have to have the motivation to want it to understand it to engage with it and then that will change my process not straight away and it didn't you know the first time I had a Chinese meal I had Fu Young which is omelette um, which had had omelettes as a English pub restaurant process previously at home. So omelettes were a big, big change or a big, big deal. Um, but they would have components in that omelette that I hadn't had before, such as peppers. So all those kind of things made it different. So it didn't look too big a step to have fuyo once I realised it was an omelette. But that led me to think about having curries, led me to think about having rice, led me to think about having all sorts of different food combinations. So I have to want to, or think I want to engage with that process. I have to be open to change. And a lot of people are not open to change. But if we can give people an understanding of that difference, that diversity, culturally or you know whatever we're looking at then that may help them to engage with it or at least think about engaging with it first of all so because our brains are different because our brain is our world you work your world through your brain it's where all the fingers move and everything happens through your brain so in my brain um, I now know didn't when I was young um, that I am dyslexic I don't have an issue with that I don't have a problem with that I'll freely tell people that I'm not embarrassed about it or shamed about it in any way shape or form but when I was younger when I was growing up then that wasn't necessarily as easy a process for me to do so I always believed and I say this in the book I always believed I was thick I wasn't intelligent now, in some senses, I am more intelligent than others, and in some senses, less intelligent than others. That doesn't fill me with any issues nowadays. You know, yes, I have difficulty with grammar, I have difficulty with English, 
you know. Spell checker is a godsend. <laughs> and grammar checker is even more so. But I come from days when those things went around. And so now I can use tools in order to help that process. But it means sometimes I get it wrong. Sometimes I put the wrong word in. Sometimes the words do not make sense. And that process hindered me in some senses uh, when I was going through school education. Uh, came up with very little in the way of um, academic um, certificates. Um, but I learned that I can learn through doing things, by copying, by seeing, by checking things out. So my brain works differently to some other people. Well, that's not wrong or right, that's just different. So diversity in that brain means that now I realise a lot of stuff that I never realised when I was a kid, never realised when I was growing up. But I now know that actually that process of dyslexia has benefits. It has positives. Yes, it has negatives as well, but it has positives. I realise now the way I learn is that if I'm doing something new, my brain sees the end result, the completed task, what that is. And it works backwards to get there. Most people work in a learning process of going forward. I've already gone forward and then I deconstruct it. Now that means in my dyslexic world, with learning components, ideas, understanding, I will be very good at solution-focused work because I see the solution, I see the end result and then I work backwards in how I get there. Now for a lot of people I work that really quickly. Now, I'm not saying I'm fantastic at that stuff, I'm not. But in my world what I do, I learn that process fairly quickly. So I see end products and then I work backwards and that gets me there faster. So for some people that can be really frustrating. Well you haven't done A, B, C, D. You've done A, Z, Y, M, whatever it is, going backwards. Dyslexia, but I can't do that. It's <laughs> one aspect of dyslexia. <laughs> I'm not good with letters and words. So that process means that I have a different ability from that dyslexia. Now, some ways it hampers me. Don't like doing academia. I can't read books as easy as other people. I certainly can't pull theory back in academic worlds or people who've written books or any of those kind of stuff. Um, I was told when I was very young in school, you know, you're lazy or you're thick, basically. I'm not lazy and I'm not thick. Um, I just work differently. But in those days, not like now, unfortunately, um, now there's a lot more understanding around it. Um, but in those days, there was basically very little. If you couldn't learn the way the teacher told you you should learn, then pretty much you were thick. Um, we don't learn that way, I'm afraid. So that process means that my difference, my diversity of brain, helps me in some ways, but hinders me in others. So where it hinders me, I don't get upset about it, I just use tools. Where it helps me, I use those skills and abilities to advance and enhance my world and my life. So when you're looking at diversity and difference, yes, there is aspects which will not be the same as other people. 
but that doesn't mean that you can't do it you just do it differently so I class people as differently abled I don't class people as disabled because anybody's disability has an ability and so that ability we need to find we need to give them that understanding of that ability that's why people have massive experience knowledge intuitive way of doing things as we call it without learning because they see that process people will see things differently but that don't mean to say they're good or bad or right or wrong it's just different so everybody's brain everybody's neural processes work differently if we can enhance that difference as a skill an ability then they can lead massively rewarding lives but if we see that as a negative process a disability then they only look on the negative stuff and they never actually possibly grow so we need to work out what that person's understanding is and their ability their skill and enhance that and don't worry concern ourselves about that stuff that they can't do so when I went to university about the age of 40 no 50 I had to go through an academic process to get in I had to do an academic process of understanding and that's where I learned I was dyslexic because they did an assessment for me then the tutors that the, the people were giving me information had to change how they gave me information in order for me to understand it so they had to work with my process of learning instead of their process of learning and that adaption made it easier for me to get stuff I would say to my tutors don't ask me to read anything give me examples give me an understanding in life where I can see that thing playing out and I'll get it I will get it if you do that for me but I won't get it if you ask me to read a book because it will take me ages to read a book absolute ages I've probably read you know you'll you get a chapter or paragraph of a book and I might have to read it five six times to get it that's an awful long period of time but if you give me an example pretty much I'm spot on with it I'll learn it I'll understand it I'll be able to work with it but it has to be something that I can see that happens not something I read so my skill if you like and I'm not the only person who has this skill is I can enhance that skill that awareness that understanding I can use my intuitive self that's what they call nowadays somatic it means you're feeling the things through your body I can use that intuitive self to interact with another person and, and be more aware of where they are uh, their fears worries and concerns that doesn't mean to say I'm a mind reader I'm not I just use that tool of sense in a different way to other people and that gives me lots of positives it gives me as with everything there's always a positive and a negative application it means in order to understand that I have to feel that if I feel that sometimes it hurts me but it doesn't hurt me because of me it hurts me because of the information I'm getting but I can suss people out I can check people out quicker I can understand their well quicker because I'm getting different pieces of information that come together to give me that picture give me that understanding 
So those are the things that I've learned about myself over the years. Now, before I started doing the counselling world, uh, I pretty much was like everybody else. I uh, didn't even know I had those skills and abilities necessarily. Um, so the, the awareness, the understanding I've got about myself and how I work my world, uh, and that I am dyslexic, has, has allowed me to interact with a process of learning, understanding, knowing why I do what I do and how I do that in order to help me move forward and change. So if you have a different way of looking at the world, don't see that as you being wrong. Just see that as you being different. And it will give you benefits, obviously, but it will give you things that you can't do as well as other people. But if we focus on the stuff we can't do, then it will allow us to develop and grow. So we have to focus on the things we can do. Some people will be able to write music without ever looking at any learning about music. They'll be able to play a piano without actually being taught. Those are processes that are massive skills and abilities. And that process means that we get music, we get something that we can enjoy. They haven't learnt it through a formal sense, but they've learnt it in their own way. And they've used that. And it works. And that gives them lots of skills and abilities. And lots of possibilities of earning money, having a lifestyle, having all those things. Because they've overcome it. And they've not focused on what they can't do. They've enhanced what they can do. And that process means that they can move forward. Now I can write books. Not necessarily grammatically correct books as people tell me, but I can write, I can use words, I can use language, I can use tools, I can use you know, grammar checker, I can use spell checker, I can use all these kind of formats to enable me to be able to converse and write a book. Now if you'd have told me that when I was 40, maybe even 45, I would have been completely flabbergasted that I could do that. But I learned a way of doing it. And I now use that way of doing it in order to make it happen. Now, if I hadn't have done that, if I hadn't have learned, if I hadn't have seen there was a different way of doing something, then I probably would never have written any books. Because the fear of writing, the fear of being looked at, the fear of people analysing my words, basically kind of challenging that, uh, would have stopped me probably. But I overcome that fear, which was a great fear, to be fair. And I enhanced the way I did things, and then I was able to complete that task. So for anybody that's listening to this, watching this, however you're interacting with this, just be mindful that everybody's different. Everybody's unique. Everybody has skills and abilities. But some things you're not going to be good at. Don't worry about the stuff you're not good at. Enhance the stuff you are good at. Challenge yourself not to stay in that box. I was in a box of academia. I would not go into any tests, any processes before I challenged that at university. But once I challenged it, I was able to 
make me different grow develop become be much more comfortable with myself because I didn't believe I was thick I didn't believe I was illiterate I didn't believe I couldn't do something I actually can and I did and okay yeah people may look at it and they may say right okay yeah they're not really good books because they're not written from a grammatical point of view they're not referenced they're not academic books no they're not they're just me spouting out some words but hopefully the words make sense hopefully the words help people to see things differently to connect to that diversity and difference which is a massive field of difference there is so many we're even we're not even touching the surface of sorry surface of uh, what people's differences are we're finding more by being able to kind of scan the brains and look at what people do and tasks they do and how they react to certain stimuli but we're really not able to look at everybody's differences and everybody's unique aspect and that's the thing we're all unique enjoy your uniqueness enhance your uniqueness don't worry about stuff just get on with it I'm Ian Wallace I'm the messed up counsellor take care Enjoy.